0: I can't believe it. I was mugged on my way to work this morning. I wouldn't mind, but I'm working from home. Hmm. Anyway, thanks for joining me on episode 5 of Polonium Piano Player. That's very hard to say, you know that. More new listeners in Spain, France and Australia. So, muchas gracias, merci beaucoup and good on you, cobber. As well as from Canada, Holland, South Africa and Saudi Arabia. Welcome to you all, and thanks so much for finding the podcast. I was just looking through the posts on Facebook this morning, something I never really used to do, as I was always kind of busy traveling and working, and I realized just how much people put their whole life out there. From their points of view to health issues, bathroom movements, operations, political diversions, it's mad, isn't it? Or is it me? Now, I can see why some people block or unfriend, you know. As for opinions, I like to keep them to myself. And if I happen to meet like-minded people who can share more or less the same views or bring something new to the table with a little bit of a twist, then great. But then some people only believe that their view is the only view. End of story. You know, we live on the most beautiful planet in the whole universe and still we waste time arguing about everything and anything. Okay, that's out of my system. Ahead on today's show, episode 5, I'm going to be telling you a story about a weekend I spent with Samantha Fox. I'm having a chat with a very good friend of mine, saxophone player Damien Cook. A little update on the Sky Story podcast. But let's start off with a song. This is a song called Storm.
1: Lost and lonely, I'm so confused. If I can't be with you, I've everything to lose. My life is empty, I'm not looking for an easy ride, if I can't be with you, if I can't be by your side, hear the
0: Song called "Storm," written by myself and produced by the wonderful Tim Gordon. And just a few words about the Sky Podcast, the original series. RTE, Ireland's national radio station, have acquired the podcast, and they love it so much that they played it over the weekend across Ireland and across Canada. And FYI, the second part will be next weekend on September the twenty-sixth and twenty-seventh. So, by the time you hear this, it probably will have already been broadcast, but it will be online for the foreseeable future. Robert, the producer, called me recently to tell me the great news. There were over 150,000 listeners for the first airing, and well over 16,000 downloads. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and it's brilliant just knowing that it's out there now for everybody to hear. Now, as soon as the American elections are over, it's rumoured one of the major channels over there are going to pick it up. It's also so nice to get messages from back home in Ireland praising it. Now there was one funny one from a guy who who has the same name as myself. And he also plays the piano. How weird is that? And he had to tell everybody, it wasn't him, it wasn't him, you know. But I do love what RTE have done with the original series. They seem to have compressed it and my music is just that little bit louder too, which is, for me, great to hear. And it was the strangest thing being involved in such a newsworthy event back then in two thousand and six. But I've tried to make it a positive thing, and that's why I think Robert's podcast is the definitive version of events, without a doubt. If Hollywood ever get their hands on it, I'll probably have to die in the end. And coming up next is a chat with a very good friend of mine, Mr. Damien Cook. Damien, how are you? It's been ages. How are you doing?
2: It has been a long time, yeah. It's nice to hear from you, Derek. Uh, yeah, I guess it's a strange time for us musicians, but um, we're all still here. We're all still alive, just about.
0: Well, speak for yourself. Are you still living in London?
2: Um, I'm not living in London anymore. No, I uh, escaped the big smoke, and I now live in the New Forest, which is much more civilised.
0: Mm, right down to earth.
2: Exactly, that's perfectly, right, yeah.
0: perfectly. Okay, some people may not know who you are, but Damien, I know you as probably the best saxophone player in England. That's How's that is definitely. Is that
2: okay? That sounds good, yeah. I'm not sure how many people would agree with that, but I'm willing to go with it.
0: Well, just listen to me, okay? Listen, you were the BBC Young Musician of the Year. Is that true or is that false?
2: Yeah, I was um, BBC uh, Big Band Soloist of the Year. That's what it was officially called. It's sort of like a big band uh, jazz competition and I got a Soloist of the Year award. That was 2002 or something like that, I think.
0: I kind of thought you mentioned that years ago when I met you first on the Queen Mary. I think we were on the Queen Mary together. Uh, Many years ago, we won't even go there. You see everybody, I don't just have any musicians on the show, only the best. Mm. (laughs) I was obviously trying to
2: impress you there by uh, mentioning that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well read, well read. You were born in Wales, isn't that right?
2: Uh, I wasn't born in Wales, but I did grow up there. Yeah, I moved there when I was about six. And I so I spent all my sort of childhood there till I was 18. Uh, so most of my memories are from there, yeah. And then I left when I was 18. I went to uh, Leeds College of Music and I did okay. a degree in jazz, which was possibly the best stroke, worst decision of my life.
0: <laughs> okay, we won't even go to that, huh?
2: No, it was great fun, you know, but uh, jazz musicians, not exactly uh, that uh, needed in society, are we?
0: <laughs> oh, well, we won't even go into that either. <laughs> Why the saxophone, Damien?
2: Um, I heard a big band play on my high street one Christmas, and uh, they were playing all sort of Christmas carols in a sort of swing style. And uh, I just loved the music and I love the look of the saxophone. Um, and so the guy that ran that band it was just sort of a local sort of semi-pro band um, was also the uh, woodwind teacher for the area so um, I started off actually playing flute in school and then um, after much pestering uh, I got a saxophone and started saxophone lessons so yeah so I just loved the sound of the instrument I love the look of it and and, uh, when I got one um, I just played it all the time really
0: yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful sound, isn't it? It's yeah. actually, I think it should be on every record, you know.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Definitely. I knew you, Damien. <laughs> this is a silly thing anyway. You were known as Cookie Monster. Are you still that monster?
2: I certainly am, although... The monster is now approaching uh, middle age, so, you know, slightly less monster-like these days. <laughs> but still living in the forest. <laughs> yes, exactly. I still hide, hide in the trees and uh, try and, uh, you know, scare the tourists when they're around.
0: So nothing's really changed, has it?
2: No, absolutely not. not. Really.
0: And listen, I know you, you've also—I mean—you've worked and you toured with so many top acts, um, including the Four Tops, Paloma Faith, Mick Taylor from the Rolling Stones, the Drifters, just to name a handful. You know, do you have any fond memories or even a story you might want to share about what it was like working with some of these amazing people?
2: Um, yeah, I mean it's sometimes when you're playing with those big acts, it's a bit strange because you don't necessarily get to see that much of them. You know, you tend to rehearse. Their musical director just rehearses the band, and then um, they just sort of turn up at sound check and say hi, um, and you sort of say hi, and then you sound check, and then they sort of disappear again. And, you know, it was good with the uh, Four Tops and the Temptations tour because we were all in, uh, we we're all eating together and stuff, so you know, we got to chat a bit, but, um, you're also aware that they probably spend the last, uh, sort of 30 years on the road and they're maybe not that interested in talking to you, but, uh, it's good fun. I had a good it's time. Nice. I had a good time with, uh, Martha Reeves. She was very funny. She was kind of quite, okay. quite friendly with the band. And, uh, I remember her coming up to me, uh, after the, f- bef- no, before the first gig and I was playing baritone sax on that. And, uh, she came up to me and said, Oh, Damien. Uh, no, she's, yeah, so she came up to me before the gig and she said, uh, ooh, that's a big one. And I didn't quite know what to say. I thought, is Martha Reeves trying to come on to me here? But, uh, you know, I just left it at that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. Good old Martha, huh? Yeah, no, she it was hasn't good changed fun. She not either, has she?
2: No, she's great. And I think she's still touring and still playing. And um, But some really good memories of um, playing in, you know, big stadiums like the MEN Arena and played at... Um, Wembley Arena with the Drifters and stuff and and uh we were supporting um Dion Warwick and so to oh, to be able to watch Dion Warwick play every night was just fantastic so you know
0: Yeah because I actually one of the conversations I do remember um from back on the ship when we were talking back then I mean it's in snippets that I remember but um we were, I think you were talking about I don't know. I mean, you might have been thirty years of age with everything. Is it gonna? Am I going to continue with the music or not continue? I'm so glad you did continue. You know that you just kept at it, and yeah, and these things came to you. you Know.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's all you can do, really. I mean, um, I've I've thought about um, giving up quite a lot of times, and still periodically do. But it's always the question: What else would I do? And I I haven't really come up with a, a good answer yet of what else I'd do. So as long as I can still do it and still um make a living of some kind doing it then i think you know that's what i'll hopefully continue doing
0: no just 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 keep going damien keep going you know you have an album out uh, and you've written all the songs on the album what's it called and how would you describe it and where can we buy it
2: um yeah it's a sort of jazz quintet album um yeah i i, I sort of wrote it all uh last year 2019 and we recorded it at the start no we recorded it last october um and it's called <laughs> I forgot the name. It's the Damien uh yeah. It's uh, it's the Damien Cook Quintet. Okay. Oh no, hang on a minute. I'll get this right in a minute.
0: I'm sure. I mean it's one of those one of those things, isn't it? You know, just one of those albums that you just gotta go and look for it.
2: It's called I've literally <laughs> can't remember what it's called. <laughs> Um, Yeah, I've got an album out. It's a jazz quintet album and it's called You What? And it's by my quintet, which is called the Damien Cook Quintet. And yeah, I wrote all the songs last year and we recorded it uh, last October. So October 2019. And it's kind of a mix of different styles in the sort of jazz idiom. Um, But I realised I was approaching 40 and I hadn't really done anything significant myself so i wanted to put something out that i'd sort of written and was my sort of own project so yeah we recorded it and it came out in march i think february march and Mm -hmm. um it's available to stream on youtube spotify apple music all those kind of places or if you want a hard copy um you can get in touch with me via my website and um i can send you one in the post and my website is www.damiancook.co.uk
0: Perfect. I couldn't have sold it better.
2: That's the advert over.
0: There you go. <laughs> now back to business. You ought to do um, or I don't know if you still are the session work, how's that going? This is a quiet time I know.
2: Yeah, I mean it's all sort of changed now really because the sort of uh, a lot of the studios are obviously well they they were in trouble before really. Um, But a lot of the studios are are closing down and it's kind of uh, gone more to a sort of online kind of thing now. So I've got a little sort of home studio set up and people can just email me stuff and uh, I can do some saxophoning or flute and clarinetting and send it back, which is uh, what what we did, wasn't it? I put a saxophone on one of your songs. That's true,
0: yeah, 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 exactly, Um, which I'll be playing later on because um, you did a fantastic job, you know, um, but I'll speak about that after we speak. How does that sound? Perfect. Anyway, please, God, eleven goes out right next year, 2021. Seeing this one has got a little bit messy, I think that's, that's a word we could use, isn't it? Any plans for next year if it all happens?
2: Well, hopefully I'm just looking forward to getting back out there and playing some live gigs, really. I mean, I play live with plans, a, yeah. I play with a guy called Cy Cranston and we had a sort of really uh, packed diary for this year. Playing, We play all over Europe, in Germany and France and uh into sort of sweden and all over the place really as well as a lot of gigs in this country so um i'm hoping that all gets back and we can get get back on the road again and uh other than that i don't know i'm i'm you know that's one of the beautiful things about music is you never know what's coming next you know someone exactly someone could just ring you out of the blue and offer you
0: a tour or whatever yeah. you know so
2: I, I, that's what i like about it you know but at the moment, obviously, the the prospect of anything happens, uh, not great, but
0: hopefully... You're next- just lucky enough to get a phone call, aren't you, you know?
2: Exactly. I mean, hope... From anybody. Exactly. <laughs> Even, me. Even my mum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm hoping uh, 2021 will be, hopefully, things will be getting back to normal and we can all get back to playing and, and, and having a great time.
0: Exactly. That's, that's really what it's all about, enjoying it, you know, and, and making memories and enjoying the good times in life, you know? Yeah. Damien, my friend, you are a superstar and... I- Thank you so much for being on me today as well. Um, And I can't wait the next time to actually meet up for a a glass of milk and a cookie. You know, that'd be kind of the best, wouldn't it?
2: That would be lovely. If I'm uh, up your way, I'll definitely give you a shout
0: soon. Okay, I'll be in the cornfield if you can't find me, Okay, (laughs) Perfect. And uh,
2: (laughs) thanks for inviting me on the show. Yeah, it's really great. I'm really enjoying listening to the podcast and thanks for having me on.
0: My pleasure, Damon. Thank you for being here as well. And um, I'm going to get the album sorted out. And I keep mentioning every time I see something coming up, you're the man, Okay. thanks Derek God bless you Damon thank you so much talk to you soon
2: thanks Bye.
0: bye I had a question from Lee and Barbara about bands I've worked with and strange and unusual things that have happened now Lee and Barbara are based in Pennsylvania in America and there are bands over there that I've never heard of over here and bands over here that they've never heard of over there so I've picked a singer who I believe is known on both sides of this great ocean and her name is Samantha Fox. Now back in the 80s I was living in Spain, I was doing the bar scene and getting into all sorts of trouble, as you do when you're 22, and I met a man by chance and his name was Pat Fox and he was Samantha's dad and her manager, very down to earth fella. And one night we were driving back from the club and the car we were in crashed. no details are required obviously enough said nobody got hurt and i'd forgotten all about it now a few months later i moved to london and i had a job playing keyboards and singing in a bar called the copenhagen pub on the north side of london it was a really rough pub and a kind of hard to please crowd and one night in walked pat with a group of friends so I took a break and uh, we caught up chatting about the good times in the Costerdale crime Sol, and he asked me if I'd like to play keyboards with Sounds Band. she just released a new album, 20th Century Fox. And I said, yeah, I'd love to. But it was a really loud bar that night and he said the gig was in Torquay and did I have a passport? And I was trying to figure out why would I need a passport for Torquay? Now for the listeners overseas, Turkey is a seaside destination, known as the English Riviera in the southwest of England. And then he repeated, it and he said, no, 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 Turkey, as in the Middle East. Ah, it was starting to make sense now. Now the tour was supposed to be a three-night concert. It was two nights at the football stadium in Izmir and one night in Istanbul. So the record company sent me the album to listen to and I spent days and nights getting the keyboard sound right and learning the songs off by heart you know. The first time the band met up was at Heathrow Airport. We'd never met before and we'd never even rehearsed together and I thought it was, seemed a bit odd you know. So we flew to Ismere and after landing we were all whisked away by a stretch limo to the hotel, all very rock and roll so far for the show, I was asked to wear ripped jeans and a white t-shirt and a headband, very 80s, for the gig, you know. And we were taken to the football stadium the next day around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And there were loads of people lining up outside the stadium waiting to get in. And we were taken to the stage and there was an array of keyboards on the left-hand side. And if I remember, it was like three tiers stacked on top of each other. And I was still thinking... I've never played these keyboards, and will I have enough time to kind of find the sounds that are on the album, etc. A slight panic was starting to set in. There was also a drum kit and some speakers uh, for a guitar, and a large stack of amplifiers as a back line. Then Sam turned up and we were all on the stage, and he said, right, let's have a run through and get a good sound check. I said to the sound guy, uh, the keyboards are not plugged in. And everybody looked at me and laughed and said, what? I was then told the band would be miming to the backing tracks and the only live part would be the guitarist and Samantha's vocals. I might spend endless hours learning the whole album and now I don't have to play it, just mime. And I asked the bass guitarist, are you playing live? And she said, no, I'm Sam's hairdresser. There was only the guitarist who were playing live. And in a way the pressure was off and in another way I was so looking forward to the live gig with a proper band and a proper football stadium. So we went through the sound check and then we were taken back to the changing rooms and we had some snacks and a few drinks and told to get ready for the show. And I could hear the crowd outside chanting Samantha's name. It was getting close to showtime, and I was told there's going to be fireworks on the stage as soon as we start the opening track so just try and look cool you know. But the pressure of not having to play was lifted. And we were announced over the speakers and we made our way to the stage. A big roar lifted from the crowd and the stadium was packed full to capacity. And there was this television camera pointing directly at me and I hate TV cameras for some reason. I just find them alien looking. But it was part of the gig and bring it on. Now the opening number was a song called Touch Me and it started out with a walloping drum beat. And suddenly I hear the explosion of fireworks, and the drum beat was building louder and louder. And then Sam came running around. The first thing I noticed was my t-shirt was getting singed by the fireworks. All these holes appearing on my shoulders. And I was slapping my shoulder with one hand and trying to pretend to play the keyboard with the other hand and look cool. The TV camera was right there in front of me, and then I saw the guitarist in the corner of my eye. His name was Colin. And he jumped about six feet in the air and right into the crowd. I said, what the? I said to myself, this guy is pure showman rock and roll. And Sam began singing the first opening bars. And after what seemed like just seconds, the show stopped. Colin, the guitars had just been electrocuted. His guitar had struck a microphone stand, which had a live mic and some dodgy wiring issues he was in a really bad way as the crowd manhandled him back onto the side of the stage and then he started booing they wanted music we wanted an ambulance absolute mayhem followed you could just feel the tension building you know and the band were just standing on the stage as the medics began working on the guitarist and after a good 40 minutes we were then taken by the security team back to the dressing room and then escorted back to the hotel while Colin was taken to the hospital by ambulance. We were then relocated back to the hotel and then I headed off to Istanbul the next morning but the gig had to be pulled there because there just wasn't enough time to fly in a musician who could play the album live, you know? It was all really very strange from start to finish. Now I met Samantha a few years later when she was gigging at the Hard Rock Cafe in Dubai she's a very hard-working woman and a group of us took a boat out to sail around the Alberge Hotel as it was being built at the time. Not the boat, the hotel. The young captain, and I use the term Captain lightly, was showing off and sailing into the waves, you know, up and down, up and down, which didn't seem higher strong from the shore, but believe me, it was a rocky ride and Samantha actually almost fell overboard. And it was just luck that we caught her in time. So there you have it, my story for today. My weekend with Samantha Fox. So there it is, episode five. I hope you enjoyed the music and the chat. And if you did, please get in touch through Facebook or Twitter. I'd love to hear from you. I'm going to leave you now with a song that I wrote featuring the great man himself, Mr. Damien Cook and saxophone. I'll catch up with you all on episode six next week. So have a great life today.